When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Lauren. And I'm Kendra. And we are so excited to be with you today on this Christmassy Monday morning. We have a lot of fun things to talk to you about, but before we get started, I wanted to do a quick little snack time question for you, Kendra, because I feel like we're we're in the Christmas spirit. I'm feeling the we Christmas are. spirit. For sure. No doubt. <laughs> so I want to know... What is the Christmas gift that you are the most excited to give this year for Christmas? Oh, okay. This is, I'm pretty excited about this, but my husband already knows about it because my toddler told him. So my husband has always said that he has wanted to learn to play the guitar and like he has this dream of sitting around the campfire as a family as he plays his guitar and he has never had guitar lessons. He's never played the guitar. So I got him a guitar and online guitar lessons. And as I was on my way to pick up the guitar while I was gone, my three-year-old told him what I was on my way to get. But he hasn't seen what it looks like. Okay. But I did get him a guitar and I'm very excited. Mostly because I'm like, I want to strum it. I want to learn how to play too. He's going to love that. I hope. I don't know. So fun to hear I won't lie, we do have a guitar that has been played one time, like our whole marriage. Okay, all right. So, what you're looking up, it's going to be a Merry Christmas. <laughs> but if he's been saying that he wants to do it, I feel like, and with the lessons, like I did not gift lessons. So, maybe okay. that was my issue, but he's going to love it. We'll see. I'll let you know next year. <laughs> we'll have a report yeah. on how that goes. Oh, that's so fun. Okay. The present I'm most excited to give is I got my two-year-old daughter a Barbie house. Oh, that's a good Christmas. Oh my gosh. That's I magic. Like, I know. I feel like I have dreamed my whole life of like buying Barbies for every yeah. holiday because that's yeah. what we got every holiday. And I love my son, but he only wants tractors and trucks and boy stuff. So it, yeah. I'm so excited. And I didn't know if she was going to love it, but we set up our like nativity and she plays with the nativity every day and like puts Jesus to sleep in the manger and like does it. And so I'm just, she's going to love it. And I'm so excited. Will you please record that reaction when she sees it and send it to us? I will. I'm trying not to go too all out, but I'm so excited. Uh, I love it. Oh, I'm so excited. She's going to die. Anyways, okay. Well, today I want to talk about some mom hacks. I feel like we've all been in the survival mode phase of motherhood before. In fact, I think there are a lot of different survival modes of motherhood whether it's bringing home a new baby or having babies and toddlers at the same time or having kids in what feels like a hundred different extracurricular activities and so on. 
honestly, when you think about it, I feel like maybe survival mode just starts as soon as you have a baby and continues on until your babies like leave the house. And then it's a different kind of survival mode. Then you got grandbabies, then you worry about them. I know you're sur- trying to survive without them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, hopefully this will relate to like to everyone. I don't know. I saw a post on Instagram the other day and it was a picture of a mom. She was sitting on the couch trying to like relax and then it had a little thought bubble above her head of what she was actually thinking about while she was relaxing I'm doing air quotes um and in the little bubble it said she was thinking of things of like getting the kids their flu shots or her youngest growing out of their only good pair of school shoes and the family next door who had a baby and she hasn't brought them anything like to their house or the last time she washed her hair or the toilet or like all of the different things And I thought it was so funny, but also so relatable because I feel like as moms, we're like balancing so many things. Like think about all the things in your mind right now that you know, yeah, that like no one else knows. Like no one else knows the way your kids react to certain things or like the weird quirks and schedules that you have. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Matt makes fun of me and Camille... After I told her the story, she's like, Kendra, I do it too. I constantly have conversations going on in my head all day long about like things I have to do, things I can't forget, things I'm reliving in my head that day. And like, I don't say words, but my mouth is moving. And it's always when I'm doing the dishes or cleaning up toys or cooking. And Matt will just stare at me <laughs> and be like, what are you thinking about? What are you talking about? What's going on in there? And I, I can't help but do it. But I'm like, I have so much mom information in my head that it's like, okay, and then after preschool, then I have to do this for work. And what am I going to do with Knox to keep him occupied? Like, there's so many thoughts going in my head. And I just like talk myself through it. And that's just like, kind of how I handle all of my motherhood tasks. But do you do that? I totally do the same thing. My goal for today is I want to share a few ways that we can hopefully make or that you can hopefully make this balancing act of motherhood of those conversations in your head or those weird things you have to remember or keep track of or oversee just 1% easier. Not all of these are going to work for you, but maybe at least one of them will resonate with you and change the way that you do things or simplify your life in some way, whether it's saving you money or time or just helping the systems in your household flow a little bit better. So I kind of tried to break them down into like different topics, but we might kind of be all over the place. We're just going to share some hacks. Some of these we do ourselves and our mom has done and that's why we do them and some of them. I've just seen other people do and always think to myself, I should try that. I should do that. And then I haven't, but maybe you would love it. So yeah, love it. Okay. What are we starting with? Okay. So the first hack, well, actually the first hack is to drop expectations that you have to actually do everything (laughs) and that it's okay for your house to look like someone lives there and it's okay for your kids to have mac and cheese for dinner or to be late to something or to forget about something because you had nine different carpool times that day. Did you know Camille really has a day where she has nine pickups and drop-offs? That's exhausting. I can't even imagine getting in and out of my car nine times a day. Can you like imagine having to set all those alarms to be like, now I go here. Now there's no way that her brain 
unless she's talking herself through it. I know she has conversations in her head too, but that's a lot. That's a lot, a lot. It is. Do you set alarms on your phone to remind you to like leave for school and stuff? Um, for pick up. Okay. Drop off. We're we're running, you know. But pick up. I'm like, oh, already. That was quick. <laughs> That's the worst when the drop or the like pick up alarm goes off and you're like, oh no, that was me today. And I was like, I was gonna try and shower <laughs> during this time. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So the first one I was gonna start with was just kind of like cleaning slash organization tips. Love it. Um, Again, your house doesn't have to be perfectly clean. So hopefully when we're saying this, it's not like, this is how you keep a nice, tidy, inline home. Like, just some ways to make things a little bit easier. Yeah. Do you want to start with the first one? Yes. So we are thinking, and I've seen people do this, the five-minute tidy timer. So they set a timer for five minutes or maybe a song. I've even seen people do, like, 15 minutes but you just set a timer and you just clean. Just pick up the toys, put them away. When the timer goes off, you're back to whatever you were doing before. But just to have that separated time to get done what you need to get done and clean, whether it's cleaning, tidying, or maybe it's that project that you've been putting off, cleaning the bathroom, the toilet, whatever it may be, just set the timer, get it done. When the timer goes off, you're done. I feel like every time I do this, First of all, I I got this idea from Jordan Page. She always does this and she like records herself and does a time lapse and it's my favorite thing ever to watch. Yeah. But I feel like I always set a timer for like 10 minutes to hurry and just like unload the dishwasher and put in the new dishes. Yeah. And I'm like done before the timer goes off. So then I wipe down the counter and like do other things. Sometimes it's just like the mental like I always think it's going to take me way longer than it does. But if I just like focus and do it. It works. You get it done. Love it. I know. Okay. The next one is kind of similar to that and you like touched on it, but this is something that we do is we, I have my kids, they're really into like music right now. So I'll have each of them pick a song and then I'll pick a song and we kind of do like, we'll do like my song for the kitchen and we'll clean up the kitchen as much as we can while my song plays. And then we'll move to the toy room and we'll do the toy room as much as we can while one kid's song plays and then the same thing for the living room or whatever and we just kind of rotate through so they get to choose the song but they're helping you they're feeling involved and it's kind of like the timer but it just gives you like a five minute tidy or two minutes and 45 second tidy don't choose coco melon songs those ones are really short choose a long like wheels on the bus something that kind of goes on and on and anyways it helps them i guess like feel more involved and then if you have older kids too you could do like a playlist and have them pick some songs so that they have at least some music on there that they like but it's easier for me to get my kids involved with cleaning than to try and distract them while I clean because then they usually just make a bigger mess that I have to clean up after so okay another one is before bedtime pickup routine so we've actually started doing this one in our home. And I feel like it helps my kids get in the mode of, all right, it's wind down time. We're cleaning up or picking up even like for older kids, like high school kids. I wish I would have done this when I was a high schooler, just clean up my room and just lived in a tidier space. Poor mom was like, 
oh, these girls will never learn. I did learn, Mom. I did. And now I'm just sorry for all the messes I never cleaned and the clean laundry I never put away. I remember at one point when we lived in the basement, Mom just stopped coming downstairs. Yeah, she's like, I can't, can't do it. Close the door. It's not there. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but I like the idea of before bedtime pickup. And then when you wake up, what a lovely thing to wake up to. A clean home. Can't think of a better way to start the day. Right? Way less stressful. I saw, um, I can't remember who it was on Instagram, but they talked about like putting their home to sleep. I think it was yeah. the Crumb Sisters. Or something or their kitchen to bed or something yeah they like clean up like completely like even vacuuming the crumbs off the floor and usually I'm too tired to do all the steps but I feel so less stressed when I wake up and I don't have to immediately worry about the stinky dishes in the sink you know so I love that okay the next one on here, and this is kind of for older kids, but it would be to have like focus areas. So focusing like for one week, maybe one kid is just in charge of cleaning up everything in the living room, maybe at the end of the day, or that's their Saturday chore, or they're in charge of vacuuming that week or something like that and kind of rotating through. So you're getting everyone involved and then rotating through the different jobs. So they're not getting super sick of it and Everyone has to clean a bathroom every once in a while, but I kind of liked that idea too. So another thing we grew up with, our mom was so awesome at this, but she did one focus thing each day. So I remember Wednesdays were the bathrooms, Mondays were the kitchen, then laundry. And it was just so nice to have those set days where it's like, okay, I know I have to get it done this day it's going to get done. It's on my to-do list and it is a Wednesday. It's going to be a bathroom day. And I just love having that mindset of what, and if you get off schedule, you get off schedule. You you can always get back on. But I just love the idea of, you know, what's happening on what days. We are very, very much a schedule loving family. I've come to learn we thrive on schedules. And when we get off our schedules, we're like, what do we do? This, Where's my schedule? But get back on it and it's okay. So I love the one focus thing each day. So then it's not so overwhelming. My whole house is dirty, but the bathroom's clean. (laughs) I need to be better at doing that one. Um, Okay. So the next one is something that I have recently started doing because we got a new washer and dryer where this is actually an option, but taking advantage of the delayed start time on your washer and dryer. Like almost every washer and dryer has it, or at least washer. But all you do is you put your clothes in every night, put a load of laundry in, put the soap in, and then you can push on your washer to have it start in five hours, six hours, seven hours. So you wake up to a load of laundry that's been freshly washed, throw it over to the dryer when you wake up, and you've done like a load of laundry by 7 a.m. Like it's the ultimate hack. It's amazing. No idea. You should check and see if your washer, I mean, I know your washer has it. If my washer has it, I guarantee yours does. I'm going to go look. That's beautiful. I'm going to try it tonight. It's amazing. I, not that I am always caught up on my laundry, but when I do feel like I catch up, it's because I'm taking advantage of the delayed start time. But I do have some friends who try and do like one or two loads of laundry each day from start to finish. So like wash, dry, fold, and put away. And it's just way more manageable than like having six loads of laundry 
to do it one time because I feel like when I let it pile up that's when I don't put it away and my kids are pulling clean clothes yeah off of the floor (laughs) because I haven't put them away yet so those are the best wrinkly I know I know another idea is having a designated show or podcast that you only listen to while cleaning or folding laundry and this just kind of makes it a little more exciting it, sometimes they're going to get left on a cliffhanger until you get to fold the next batch of laundry. And that is exciting. What a thrill. <laughs> what a motherhood thrill. This is what I'm currently using to watch Gilmore Girls. Have you watched Gilmore Girls? Okay, I've, I've seen episodes, but I've never watched it start to finish. Okay, I'm doing it start to finish. And it's like my laundry show. And I'm loving it. But I That's only cool. watch it when I do the laundry, so... It's okay. for me. Mine is Bachelor, and I hate that I still watch that, but I do. I honestly didn't even know it's still on. Is it still on? Well, now it's all... I won't get into it, but it is still on. Mostly it's just for entertainment. I, As much as I want it to be about the love, I just feel like it's not about love anymore, but another, another podcast for another day. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to show you can, like, turn your brain off. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. The next one is something that I have also been doing that I absolutely love is having like a cleaning supplies caddy in every bathroom. I feel like whenever I would fall behind on bathrooms, it would be because I would remember to clean my bathrooms when I was upstairs and my kids were distracted for like two minutes and I would think this would be a great time to wipe the counters in my bathroom. But by the time I went downstairs and grabbed everything and brought it all up, My kids were no longer distracted. So I put cleaning supplies just in like, I literally got it at the dollar store. It's not even like a real cleaning caddy. It's just like a little basket. I put like disinfectant, a roll of paper towels, what's it called? Windex and then some toilet stuff. And when my kids are in the tub, I just do like a super quick clean and wipe down my bathrooms, clean my bathroom and then do the other bathrooms just when I'm near them or whatever when I have like a few minutes again it's one of those things it might not be the deepest clean but if you just keep on top of it and you have like five minutes it really doesn't take that long yeah but anyways that has totally saved me having like a little caddy I love that and I do the same thing when I brush my teeth in my own bathroom or like I'm waiting for the shower water to heat up so I quickly spray wipe as I'm brushing or waiting for the shower it's beautiful. I love that. I love that idea. Okay. Okay, another one. Um, mostly for younger kids. Rotating toys. And we just started this, and it's life-changing because I feel like my kids play with the same toys. But as when there's, like, a new toy brought home or it's Christmas, everything's so exciting. And so taking some older toys and setting them aside... And then bringing them, setting those toys aside and then bringing them back out at a later date and putting those other toys away. Just kind of rotating the toys, keeping it interesting. The kids love it. Yes. And it helps keep things a lot tidier. I feel like when you have, I don't know if your toy room ever gets like this, but sometimes my toy room just feels like it's full of McDonald's toys. We don't even go to McDonald's that much, but it's just like, yeah weird trinkets that I'm like random little toys things they're bringing home from school or just like weird things I don't even know where they're from puzzle pieces that don't have families 
And so it helps to keep it tidy if there's only like a couple of things that they have to put away that have like very clear places and then rotating them through. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, the next one is the laundry basket method. And I think I stole this one from Jordan Page too, but she goes around with a laundry basket or like two or three laundry baskets. And how does she do this? Have you seen this? She fills up the laundry basket with everything that needs to go upstairs. So she goes around her bottom floor with a laundry basket. And if it doesn't belong downstairs, so if it's shoes, toys, things that go in like kids' bedrooms or upstairs, just in anywhere, she puts it in the laundry basket. And then she just takes the whole basket upstairs and cleans that. And I feel like I kind of do that right now, but everything just piles up on my stairs, the bottom of my stairs. And then I walk oh, past I it a million times. I'm trying to carry it all in my arms and it's like falling out. I'm like, I'll come back for you. Like that <laughs> real. I'm coming back for you, baby. <laughs> yes. Uh, I know. But I really liked that idea. I thought that was a good one. Yeah, that is a good one. Okay, another one that I absolutely love. This is our last cleaning hack. But my robot vacuum, best purchase ever. And it's so nice. My kids think it's funny. They think it's chasing them. But it also is doing cleaning, so I don't have to. And I love that. Okay, tell me this. Do you run yours, like, every day? Like, what's your... Okay. Probably once a week. Okay. And do you, like... You have to empty the filter, and, you know, that takes time. Yeah, you know. Do you, like, put your chairs up and, like... Or do you just let it go? Some days I do when I'm like, all right, get thorough today. And then sometimes I'm just like, there are crumbs on my feet and I'm going to scream. Let her go. Okay. Did I tell you about the morning I came downstairs after our robot vacuum had gone and it had sucked up the dog's tail? (laughs) She was just, we somehow, she was quiet. We can hear her when she like barks, but she was just quiet and just like sleeping in the corner and the vacuum was just sucked up on her fluffy tail. Oh, bless your heart. Anyway, we haven't run it as much lately, and I'm like, I need to utilize that because we got it so that I wouldn't have to sweep the floor every day, and why am I not using that? So, thank you for the reminder. My one-year-old changed my settings to Chinese, and we can't figure out how to switch it to back to English, so sometimes when it's fully charged, it gives happy Chinese woman voice coming through. This show is sponsored by better help. Unfortunately, life does not come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Navigating any of life's challenges can make you feel unsure, whether it's a career change, a relationship, or becoming a parent. How helpful would it have been to have a therapist during those first few months of bringing home your first baby? I know I for sure could have used another adult to talk to. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash tabletalk. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash tabletalk. 
The next thing I wanted to talk about were just like easy hacks to help feeding the family be a little bit easier. I don't know if that's something that you talk to yourself about, but that's like the number one thing that I'm always thinking about is like, oh my gosh, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? And we have a food blog. Like, how am I still, I don't know. I still struggle with it sometimes. I get it. We fall into the same pattern of eating the same things. And I'm like, I'm so sick of this food. Why are we still eating this? And Matt's like pulling up recipes. Like, you should make this one from your website. I should, but don't got time for change. (laughs) I'm the same exact way. But one of the things that we do have, and we honestly did this, I feel like for ourselves and like we use this all the time. Yeah. But on Six Sisters, we have a free meal plan on our website every single week. You can sign up for it totally free and we will send you meal ideas for the entire week. So I will put a link down below in the description of the podcast. But if you need some meal ideas or need help meal planning, then definitely go check it out. But sitting down one day and planning out the whole week of meals takes off so much stress because even if I don't know exactly what day we're having something, if I know that I have like two options for Tuesday or we can have mac and cheese, mac and cheese, we can have soup or we can have hamburgers or whatever, then I can kind of plan my day around it or see what's going to fit best with our schedule, but I'm not like scrambling to come up with something. So meal planning has been a lifesaver. Yeah, we love meal planning too. And it saves me so many trips to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. The best. Another thing that we have started implementing is doing themed nights. And it makes dinner so much easier. So what you do, like, Monday is usually, like, a Chinese type of cuisine or, like, an Asian cuisine. So we love to do, like, Korean beef or um, what are those... Why can't I? The lettuce wraps, the chicken lettuce wraps, the PFJ copy yeah. that recipe on our website. So good. And then Tuesday, we love to do something Mexican themed. It's usually tacos and we'll switch it up with like beef tacos or chicken tacos or steak tacos or fajitas. And obviously Fridays are always pizza night and we'll switch it up and do different kinds of pizzas. We can order pizza from somewhere or we'll do pizza bombs or pizza pockets So you just kind of give each night of the week a theme and then it just kind of makes meal planning around that theme so much easier. Soup nights, grilling nights, whatever it may be, just kind of organizes your week. And that way your kids also know what to expect too. And they can help you plan fun things for that night. I love that. Okay, the next one we have on there is freezer meals. And we talk about freezer meals all the time been a huge theme lately for us but freezer meals really have been such a lifesaver on those super crazy days so if you do feel like you have nine different carpools for the day or whatever and you don't have time to make dinner having just like a stock of freezer meals in your freezer that you can throw into the instant pot or slow cooker in the morning is one of the best mom hacks in the entire world so we have a ton of free freezer meals on our website i will link some free ones Or if you're interested and you really want to dive into freezer meals, we actually have a freezer meal membership where you will get 10 freezer meals sent to your inbox with a shopping list, instructions, slow cooker, and instant pot instructions. And it makes, just makes things so easy to have 10 meals you know you can fall back on during the month at any time. Such a lifesaver. Really is. 
I love it. I love freezer meals. We are very passionate about them. But another <laughs> thing that we do is we try to only grocery shop once a week. So this also comes along with meal planning is just kind of being on top of it so that it saves me so much time in the week when I know I have all the ingredients to make what I need to. And we also, I very rarely go into a grocery store anymore. I love pickup. I love delivery. It is a dream. And sometimes delivery costs a little bit more. And so then I will go through my grocery list and be like, okay, what do I not need that I just threw in that I can take out? And it makes sense for me to do delivery instead of get these chocolate chip cookies and I can make my own, you know? So that is how I (laughs) make delivery acceptable in my budget. But pickup is usually free. So also another great thing, especially if you have kids, it's a dream. Saves so much time. Like I had to go to the grocery store today with both of my kids who are under the age of three. It was so hard. I was like, and maybe they were just having a hard time because we don't go very often. But it was like, mom, I want this. I want this. Like throwing things into the cart. At one point, my toddler was trying to leap out of the cart. And I was like, this is why this is why we pay for the Walmart Plus subscription. So it just comes to my house and... (laughs) My kids think that it just magically gets delivered, which I should probably teach them how that really works. But anyways, okay, something that we've been doing because we have preschool. My son has preschool at such a weird time during the day. And so we're like eating super early and like heading out the door super quick. I've been making our lunches ahead of time. And I know I think you do this and some other sisters do this with breakfast if you have older kids who are trying to get out the door. But we've been doing a lot of freezer PB&Js. My kids love Uncrustables, but they're kind of expensive if you're buying them every week like I was. But you can buy like an Uncrustables maker or even just if you like crusts, you can eat the crusts. But PB&Js freeze so easy. So I just make like a whole loaf of bread's worth of peanut butter and jam sandwiches, put them in Ziploc bags and then put those all in a freezer bag. And I just pull them out like 10 minutes before we're going to eat lunch and throw in an applesauce, maybe some crackers or chips and lunch is totally taken care of. So that's something that's saved us a ton of time as far as meal times go. Do you ever prep your breakfast? Oh, all the, anytime I make French toast or pancakes, I always make extra and then I just freeze them and then we just pull them out as we need, but they freeze so well, like especially muffins. I love freezing muffins. Those are the best. The last one I have for feeding the family is just not cooking every night. (laughs) We usually have one or two nights that we delegate to eating leftovers or our mom always called it yo-yo. You're on your own where you just, you can have leftovers, you can have cereal, you can have eggs, you can have whatever. And that saved a ton of pressure too because, or taken a lot of pressure off of me too, because I know that if I don't cook a few nights a week, everyone's gonna be fine like we have other options you can find something else chicken nuggets are okay like whatever and you don't have to cook seven days a week we usually try and go out one night even if it's just like happy meals or sharing a pizza or subway or something like that too so yeah dino nuggets are also so tasty why are those so freakishly delicious i know with the chick-fil-a dip that you can buy now in the bottle Okay, the next one I have is scheduling-wise. And again, this looks so different for every stage of life and every family. But here's some ways that we have done it in the past 
or I know some sisters are doing it or our mom did it. Um, the first one is to just have a large family calendar in a place that everyone can see it. Do you remember mom's calendar that she hung up in the kitchen? Yeah. And it had like Next. a wooden frame around it. Yes. Yes. And everything was written in like tiny pen. Yeah. But it was like her life was on that calendar. It was mapped out. It was. And I remember her bringing it out for like family home evening or like when we would do like planning sessions. She would pull it out of the like wooden thing, the wooden frame. And I can just like vividly, it's one of those memories of mom I will never forget just sitting on the couch with her calendar open and she has a pen. (laughs) She's just like marking down everything, which we're six kids all doing different things and dad being gone so much for our like work and stuff. I don't know how she kept track of everything. No. But anyways, I feel like I always right. I feel like I always knew where mom was gonna be and she had every kid, like every activity, everything written down. And there was just a cat like it was like the master family calendar. So you knew exactly what was going on every single day. If you wanted to make plans, you needed to check the calendar first. Like I don't know. I feel like it was so helpful, especially when we got a little bit older to see like where everyone was going to be when we had, when we had stuff, she had like times and everything written down of different activities and sports and yeah. I don't know. She was a champion at that. I know. And especially, and this is the next item on the list is like a family powwow on Sundays to talk about everyone's schedules and plan out the week. And I feel like mom was constantly doing this. She was so on top of everyone's schedules, what we were going to do that week. And it was on the calendar. He knew what was happening that week. But just having those discussions and leaves no room or little room for error. I know. We have that now. Even though my kids are pretty young, my husband and I still with like the different things and stuff we're doing at church and with our jobs and things like that, we still do this on Sundays. Like, okay, this week I have this activity I have to go to for church on Tuesday night and I have to do recording a podcast on Thursday night with Kendra like I just kind of list everything off and then he's like okay I'm working late on Wednesday I have this this meeting on Thursday like we kind of just try and coordinate our schedules just so we can even if I know that like I work from home and everything I'll be home most of the time but just to like know like where each other's at and kind of like I'm not going to be home for dinner this night so then I don't cook dinner and things like that that I can we can easily keep track of each other yeah so it helps a ton And then during that, and this is the next one, but I feel like we always try and find time to plan to not do anything, like just to plan to rest, whether that's a night where you don't have anything, trying to keep that open, whether it's like a date night. So planning a time to just hang out with your spouse or right now, like my rest time and work time, I guess. So it's not super restful, but we do quiet time at our house every single day. Like we It is like non-negotiable. You are playing quietly for one hour so that mom can just like sit down or (laughs) do something or work or whatever I need to do. But just kind of planning out those times of rest helps a lot as far as your sanity goes too. The next mom hack, and this is something I completely live by. I am a to-do list person, but I get so overwhelmed and I want to like write the tiniest things on my to-do list because I love checking things off but write out your three major tasks for the day that you just really need to get done 
Most of mine are work tasks or clean the toilets or just the three major tasks that are work tasks. And then I also sometimes like to write down my play tasks of things I want to do with my kids that day, like uninterrupted time with them. I put my phone away. We're going to do a game today. We're going to read books today. Just your three major tasks for the day and just focus on getting those things done and then let the little things trickle in around it. I feel like that has helped me so much to better prioritize my time because sometimes like, oh, I'll get to it later or maybe tomorrow I'll push it off. And it's like, nope, tomorrow has three other major tasks. So I just have to focus on my three major tasks of the day. And then if other things get done, that's a bonus. I love that. I try and do something similar, but I feel like if I don't plan it the night before, which this is the next one, is having like a small planning session the night before your day so you can kind of see what you're actually going to have time for rather than like the morning of when you're stressed and you're feeding your kids breakfast and getting them off to school and you're like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing today. But kind of just having an idea of how the day is going to go and saying, okay, these are the things I want to get done. And writing that to-do list the night before has really, really helped me because I feel like as soon as our feet hit the ground, we are on the job. So that's helped a ton too. Yeah. And I always just use the notes and my phone like right before I go to bed of like, okay, what are things that I cannot forget to do tomorrow? So even if it's just like I'm laying in bed and my eyes are half closed, I still write them down so I don't forget them. But another thing that I love... I'm a, I'm a very much a physical product type of person and I love I love a cute planner with a cute pen and I feel like that if it's cute and it's sitting out of course I'm going to use it so if that motivates you find yourself a cute planner there's tons out there for the new year grab yourself a planner get a cute colorful pen and you just write it out sister just write it all out <laughs> Oh, I love that. Okay, those were awesome. And I have like a few more and I know you've written a bunch on here too. Just like random ones we thought of that don't have to do with any of these topics. So we'll just kind of go through them, but just some bonus hacks for you. This is one that I just started doing literally last week and just in a week's time. Has it changed my life? But keeping a basket of my kids getting ready stuff in the kitchen. So bows, like our main neutral bows that my daughter likes to wear in her hair, elastics, a squirt bottle, some hair gel, a comb, and just like getting my kids ready in the kitchen where it's really easy to grab. I've seen people like dedicate drawers to this in their kitchen. And I was like, okay, is it really that hard to just go upstairs? But you know what? When you have literally 20 minutes between work and getting your kids to preschool and you have to feed them lunch or when you have 8 30 a.m church like sometimes it's really hard to find the time and so I've been doing my kids yes while they're eating they're sitting still they're distracted I'm not trying to herd them upstairs and then herd them back down like I just put their hair up put the bow in do some gel whatever and it's been it's been so nice so that is my hack is to have Kind of like the cleaning caddy, but just a little basket you can keep in your kitchen or if you have a bathroom downstairs of just stuff to help your kids get ready faster in the morning, then it's helped a ton. I love that. Okay, my random hack is like a mental health hack, and this one was actually taught to me earlier this week, and I used it, and I loved it, so I'm going to share it. 
So for all of my moms out there that have a lot in their head, more than the average mom, sometimes we call it anxiety, but sometimes certain thoughts and things or text messages just totally bog down my brain and I just consumes me. And I'm just like, why am I letting this one annoying text or message or comment or DM on Instagram or something just ruin my day? And so what we actually learned this week from one of our business coaches is don't let it consume your life. Write it on a piece of paper, put it in a place or like on your desk or on your fridge or somewhere where you'll see it later and just say, okay, I have acknowledged this thought. I don't have time for it in my head right now. I'll come back to it later when I have more space in my head and more time to think about it because I am totally this person that it just it consumes me and I have to solve the problem immediately and it just eats at me when it's things I can't really control. So I love the idea of like writing it out, having it there physically and being like paying attention to you, but I don't have time for you right now. So helpful. I did it twice this week and I was like, what? This is cool. Loved it. Oh, I need to try that. I saw she sent it over to us, yeah. like the idea, and I was like, oh, that sounds kind of... I don't know. I feel like that'd be helpful. And I hadn't done it yet. So thank you for reminding me that. Sure. Just a little mental health snack. I love that. Those are the hacks we need, you know? Well, this is going to make my next hack be not as like meaningful, but I just want to talk about the value of a good label maker. (laughs) Okay. I don't either, but I've been doing labels with literally Sharpie and paper. So I asked for a label maker for Christmas. We'll see if Santa pulls through. I hope he does. I do too, but I recently labeled just some of the things in my pantry, like a box where I keep my pasta and my rice or the toys upstairs. Like this bin is for trucks. This bin is for Barbie clothes or whatever we're doing. And the difference it's made, my kids can't even read yet. But my dear husband, who sometimes is not sure where I keep stuff or where to put stuff away or... Even for myself, there's something so satisfying about putting all the trucks and cars in the trucks and cars box or just kind of keeping things organized. And if your kids can read and everything has a place, then things are going to stay way more organized. So anyways, just a label maker or labeling things. Or I remember going to Camille's house once and in her toy room, she had a ton of bins on like the toy shelf. Do you remember this? Yes. And she made labels for everything. And it was like little people, ninjas, like all the little things. And I just thought this is the most satisfying thing I've ever seen in my life. And I'm living out the dream now. Sit in there and stare and feel good about things in life. Right. That in and of itself is a therapy session. I know. Not that it doesn't all become jumbled in a few weeks anyway, but for the moments that it's clean and organized, it feels so good. It does. Okay, another hack, and this one is for moms with toddlers that like to get out of bed before you're ready for them to get out of bed. There are these clocks, and Camille actually introduced them to us, and they look like stoplights. They have um, a red light, yellow light, and a green light. So the red light is, nope, it's still nighttime, and then Maybe at like 7 a.m. it turns to yellow saying it's almost time to get out of bed. And then at like 7.30 it's a green light. And that means, okay, it's okay to leave your room. You can go out and find mom and dad. But I just think that is the coolest invention, especially for kids that can start to understand like, okay, is it bedtime still or is it morning? 
and they just leave their room just a little too early and it's like oh this is too much today but such a good invention Okay, well, I think those are all the mom hacks that we have to share with you today. But if you have any hacks that you have found or that you are using in your life as a mom to make things just 1% easier and helping things run a little smoothly, we would love to hear it. So come and find us over at Table Talk for Moms on Instagram, and we'll be sharing some more hacks during the week. I'm thinking we should have some of the other sisters pop on and share their share their favorites. So. We will catch you over there. And if you are not already, make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss any episodes of the Table Talk for Moms podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.